Pod Show is pleased to bring you the following killer content direct from the all-new feature-rich podshow.com. Get it, play it, dig it. The Bible Study Podcast, Episode 2. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. This week what we're going to do is we're going to continue on from last week studying Luke 15 and the story of the lost sheep, the lost coin, and then this week the lost son or the prodigal son. This week does build upon what I said last week, so you may want to go back and look at that. But basically at the beginning of Luke 15 there's this conflict because Jesus is hanging out with the wrong people and the religious leaders don't understand why he's hanging out with tax collectors and sinners. And so he tells three stories, and I talked about the first two last week. The third story is probably the best known of these, and it's a parable called the prodigal son. And a parable is just a story that tells that has a particular meaning or moral. And this the story goes like this. Jesus continues, There was a man who had two sons. The younger said to his father, Father, give me my share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. Not long after that, the younger son got together all he had, set off for a distant country, and there squandered his wealth in wild living. After he had spent everything, there was a severe famine in that whole country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to a citizen of that country, who sent him out to feed the pigs. He longed to fill his stomach with the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one gave him anything." We'll pause at this point and let's look at these two sons. Basically, when the one son says to his father, Father, give me my share of the estate, in that day and age, what he is basically saying is, Father, I can't wait for you to die. I wish you were dead. Why don't you give me the inheritance I would have if you were dead? That's the equivalent of what he's saying. Quite an insult. um, And he's basically took all the money and went away. He's basically saying, Father, I don't want anything to do with you anymore. I just want your money. And then he goes off. He parties, whatever he does. We'll get a little hints of that later on. But he loses it all. He squanders it all in wild living. And then a famine hits. And not only is he hungry, but this Jewish boy, because this is the audience that Jesus is talking to, is feeding pigs. Now, remember, He's not even supposed to eat pigs. And he's sitting there and he is so hungry that what the pigs are eating, and remember pigs usually eat garbage, looks good to him. So that's how far he's fallen. And at this point, the narrative continues in Luke 15, verse 17. When he came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's hired men have food to spare? And here I am starving to death. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired men. So he got up and went to his father. And so he realizes that this is not the best situation. Even the people who worked for his father had it better than him. And so he prepares this speech. Do you notice that he he practices ahead of time? 
I will go to my father and I will say to him, Father, I've sinned against heaven and you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired men. And he probably repeats this to himself over and over again as he's going back to his father. It's one of these things where you have bad news to tell somebody and you want to make sure you say it right so you think about the words you're going to say at a time. And he has these words and he's got this whole speech laid out. But Luke tells us, starting in verse 20, But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him, was filled with compassion for him, and he ran to his son, threw his arms around him, and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and you, against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fatted calf and kill it. Let us have a feast and celebrate, for this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. Did you notice that the father saw him when he was a long way off? When do you see someone when they're a long way off? When you're looking for them. The father, who has been insulted by the son who this son has cut off connection to, who the son who has taken half of what he has, the father still loves him. The father is still looking for him. The father is still waiting for him. And he says, while he was still a long way off, his father saw him, was filled with compassion for him. He ran to him, threw his arms around him, and kissed him. There's no evidence at this point that the father is thinking about the money. The father is thinking about the son. He's not saying where's where, what happened with the money, you look a little shabby, all of that. In fact, never in this narrative from here on out does the father seem concerned about that half his money is gone. The father is concerned that his son who was gone is back. And then the son starts his speech. The son had a speech all prepared. Remember the speech? It was, um, Father, I am sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. And he gets interrupted. That's as far as he gets. He's got more of a speech prepared, according to Luke's narrative ahead of here. He's going to say, I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me one of your hired men. He never even gets to that point because the father interrupts him. The father says to his servants, quick, bring me the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger, and a ring would signify an heir. The ring would be part of his authority, that he is a son. He's not a servant, he's a son. And put sandals on his feet. Bring the fatted calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found, so they began to celebrate. All three of these stories that Jesus tells, the two that I talked about last week, the lost sheep and the lost coin, and this one, have celebrations in them. The first two are, you find the sheep and you celebrate. The second one is, you find the coin and you celebrate. And in both cases, Jesus says, how much more so will there be a celebration in heaven when one of these people repents? And again, in this story, we have the son who is 
told his father he hates him, basically, has taken half his money and has gone off into a foreign land. He has spent it not in a good way. He's lost it all. Did you notice that when he lost it all... No, I'll get into that next week. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Got to listen to that one next week. Um, so anyway, he comes back and they celebrate. But that's only part of the story. Next week we'll talk the other part of the story. Remember, there are two sons. What is the other son doing? More information about the Bible Study Podcast can be found at thebiblestudypodcast.com. Get this podcast and more great ones like it on the High Performance Podcast Delivery Network from Podjo and Limelight Networks. I love it. Hey, Ted, what do you want to do today? Well, Ashley, I've always got uh, work to do, naps to take. But I have a better idea. How about we invite everyone to listen to the Team Us podcast? I love that idea. Let's do it right now. Hi, everyone. We're Ted and Ashley Slater, and we'd love for you to join us as we talk about teamwork in marriage. We share how grace, commitment, and cooperation can help couples live the everyday moments of marriage together. To listen, go to lifeaudio.com and search for Team Us.